It's time for the Savvy Realtor Podcast. I'm Walter Storholt alongside Angie Cole, the owner and broker in charge of A. Cole Realty, serving you throughout the triangle, teaching you about the ins and outs when it comes to buying or selling a home. You can find the team online by going to acolerealty.com. That's A-C-O-L-E, realty.com, or by calling 919-578-3128. That's 919-578-3128. And now it's time for one of the top Realtors in the Triangle, Angie Cole, and the Savvy Realtor Podcast. All right, Angie, this question comes to us from Larry. Larry says, are there any fees involved if we end up having to cancel a contract with a real estate agent? You know, that is going to be agent specific. Our firm, we do not charge, whether it be on the buy side or the listing side, there is no fee due uh, for cancellation. You know, our job as a real estate company is, you know, it should be a win-win. We should be looking out for you and your best interests and we should be offering you top-notch service. So if you do not feel like we are meeting all of those requirements, we would be more than happy to let you out of the contract and there is no fees due. Um, even on the listing side, it doesn't matter. Have we, you know, we probably maybe ordered for, you know, pictures, staging, you know, we've invested our time, our money into your home. But again, if we didn't hold up our end of the deal, we are more than happy to let you out. And we, of course, would not charge you any fees. Now, on the flip side, um, other real estate companies, others offer in, in different aspects, you know, and they, they can choose what they want to write into their exclusive right to list agreement. Um, now, in the agreement, it needs to be written in there, you know, should they charge a fee for termination. But even if you try to terminate on them, they can say, nope, not letting you out of the contract unless you pay us this for kind of a reimbursement for our marketing, uh, you know, fees and, and time invested. But again, that's not how we operate. So, um, you know, we're there to help you, guide you, be your advocate to, you know, make you top dollar. And again, if we're not holding up the end of our deal, you know, our end and doing the job that we should be doing, we're happy to let you out. No fee charged. Fantastic. And uh, really good information because Larry, I can imagine that is a common question of a lot of people wondering what those contracts look like. And some people aren't even aware that sometimes there are contracts and that can be a surprise for first time home buyers or sellers. And so... Yeah, it's good to ask things like that. I think the big thing with real estate, you know, in in order to write an offer for a buyer or in order to start marketing a home for sale, we must have certain documentation signed that whether that be the exclusive, you know, right to represent a buyer or the exclusive right to list agreement. Those are contracts. A contract is a contract. That's a legal document. And I think a lot of uh, clients can take that lightly and not really pay attention to what they're signing. Um, And, you know, unfortunately, they don't do their due diligence. They don't research the agent that they have now been married to. And they can find themselves being in a tough situation when things start to go south. Uh, So just remember when you are, you know, kind of marrying yourself, we call it, to a real estate professional, and you start signing those agency agreements, that is a legal binding contract. And it is not as easy as you might think just to get out of them if the agent on the other end is not cooperating. Again, our firm, we don't operate that way. You know, we, we, it should always be a win-win, but just remember you are signing a legal binding contract. Great question. Thank you for that. This one comes to us from Gary and Gary says, where are the hottest areas right now to buy a new construction home? Yeah, great question. Oh, it's just booming all over, I'll be honest with you. But we are seeing a lot of people kind of go more to the outskirts. I mean, first of all, 
locally in Raleigh, you know, land is limited, right? So there's not as much uh, building being completed as far as new construction. And if it is new construction, we're tending to find it's the, you know, upper amounts, you're definitely well over 500,000 plus, you know, could easily go into, you know, the luxury pricing market. So we are seeing a lot of construction taking places in areas like Zebulon and Youngsville. There's actually um, a release uh, I was reading this week with the Triangle Business Journal in Zebulon. There's a huge plan development uh, in the works um, and it's been approved. And I want to say it's like, don't quote me on this. It was either 250 plus homes or 416 homes. I think it's like 416 homes of a mixed use uh, single family and townhome development in Zebulon. But yeah, we're seeing areas like Clayton, Uquay. There's a lot of production happening there. Um, you know, I just I say a lot more on the outskirts just because there is still the opportunities for land purchases and for homes to be built. Hillsboro. Hillsboro's rocking too. Ah, yes. Uh, interesting to hear that Hillsboro also, because you don't think of that as so much like, I don't know, we talk so much about the the Fuquay and, and the Clayton and uh, Nightdale and Wake Forest and those areas. We I feel like Hillsboro is this like fun little pocket that gets forgetting about kind of on the west yeah, side of the triangle, but is, kind of in is. that same umbrella as some of those other places. And New Hill as well. New Hill is okay. really up and coming too. So, wow. yeah. All right. We go to Bill for a question from Morrisville. And Bill says, I'm in my mid-30s and getting pretty handy around the house. I'm looking for other ways to make income and thinking about getting into the rental home game. What suggestions would you have for a newbie and what kinds of homes are good to look for uh, when starting out? Yeah, that's awesome, Bill. I mean, that that's a great opportunity. And, you know, as far as investing goes, you know, real estate is one of those, which is a no-brainer. So um, I would say start small, okay? You know, set a goal. Maybe you buy one a year. You know, maybe eventually it's two a year. But, you know, first buy one home initially to rent out, you know, see how the return goes, see how just you know, the process of home ownership and also being a landlord works out for you. You know, hopefully it's a slam dunk. You make lots of money off of it and it's not too much of a headache. But as far as looking in areas, I would really focus on units that are close to universities, uh, whether it be near like NC State or Chapel Hill or, you know, wherever it might be. Because if you can find like a lower end unit per se, where the rental rates are exceeding what your mortgage payment would be. I don't know if you plan to pay cash or get financing, but you can almost always, you know, bank on that place being occupied. That's a great thing about getting close to the universities is, you know, you're going to have students in there, you know, every single school year. Now, remember, I say lesser expensive units because uh, normally when you have college students living in the home, once they move out, you normally will have to repaint and put down new flooring, okay? So, you know, don't get the nicest, most upgraded unit and expect to make, you know, return on it because you probably will spend more money fixing it up every year uh, versus the return that you're making. So uh, a lower end price point, you know, there's actually, I had um, a potential, it wasn't, I wouldn't say necessarily an investor, but he was kind of using as investment opportunity. It was a parent of um, a kid. He was, you know, going to NC State and the parent was calling and inquired about a certain type of unit. It was located in the University Woods and it's a four bedroom, four bath unit. They are priced under 200,000. And I mean, you can get four college kids in there. I mean, that's a lot of income. Now, once again, remember when it's all said and done, when they move out after the school year's over, you probably will have to do a little uplifting, you know, a fresh paint coat, new carpet, but every single year it gets rented again. So I would say that's a great 
starting point if you're thinking about uh, you know, investing into real estate? That's a great question, Bill. Thanks for sending that one in to us. Lots of good little tidbits there from Angie. If you want to talk to Angie a little bit more about uh, some additional guidance and advice uh, that might help you out, Bill, please reach out. 919-538-6477 is the number to call or text. Angie loves, I know from having talked to her before, working with folks who are investing and getting into that rental game for sure. 919-538-6477. That's 919-538-6477. All right, last question of the week comes to us from Tiffany over in Fuquay Arena. Tiffany says, my house is in the same neighborhood as a home down the street that just sold for $350,000. Our homes were built around the same time and have the same number of rooms. Does that mean I should expect to receive the same amount of money for my house? Yeah, I mean, that's a great, you know, basis to go off of. Um, the only thing that we're not sure of without seeing interior pictures, which of course I can pull that from MLS, is the interior condition, you know? Um, whenever we're looking at comparables, we do try to stay in the neighborhood if possible. We look at similar square footage, similar age, similar style, but also we need to understand the condition of the home. You know, is your home you know, just extremely updated versus this home that sold at 350, you know, vice versa. So we, we just need to look at the the comparables and the recent sales as a whole. And then from there, we can give you guidance on what your home is worth. But, you know, right off the top of my head, you know, sure, you can probably expect somewhere around that. Now, it might be a little less, a little more, but that's where we come into play. When we come out and meet with you for a listing presentation, we sit down and we go through the numbers. We are showing you like homes and we really go into detail about those recent sales and you know the, the condition of those homes. And we can even show you pictures and so you can see and compare it to your home. And then from there, we can give you guidance on pricing. You've been listening to the Savvy Realtor Podcast. I'm Walter Storholt alongside Angie Cole. She's the owner and broker in charge of A. Cole Realty here in the Triangle. And if you have questions for Angie, we invite you to go online to acolerealty.com. Listen to past podcast episodes on the website, read the blog and all the great information, including the option to find a home right there on the website. That's acolerealty.com. And you can also call Angie with your questions, 919-578-3128. Did you know that Angie Cole also has a radio show? Tune into The Savvy Realtor, Saturdays at noon on 106.1 FM WTKK.